everybody. This is Hop Culture. We're the Hopkins sisters, Claire, Grace, Anne, and Tess, four sisters living in different time zones, recapping our lives, giving each other unsolicited advice, and hopefully giving you a laugh in the process. Who knows, if you stick around, we might even touch on something substantial along the way. Everyone. Hey. Hi. Hello. You're listening to episode 81 of Hop Culture. Today we're talking about the highs and lows, triumphs and frustrations that come with eating out in another installment of our Love It or Lose It series. Um, since it's back to school time, I wanted to direct you to one of our favorite Love It or Lose It episodes, which was episode 35 from last year, where we talk about high school. It's a really fun one. So if you missed that one, go back and check it out. That's one of our favorite Love It or Lose It's. The concept of this is quite simple. We pick a category and talk about different elements in that category and whether we love them or would lose them. So um, I don't know if I insulted everyone's intelligence with that introduction, but I figured it couldn't hurt. Generally, what's everyone's reaction to eating out? What's your strategy like? Um, My strategy is typically, I feel like I vacillate between extremes. It's either like, you know, The day has gotten away from me. We've lost control. We're desperate for a meal of some kind. And it's like, okay, well, we just have to go to Chick-fil-A or go get pizza. Like the simplest, most repetitive meal that's like just filling a void of like we need to feed our family quickly and cheaply. Or on the other hand, if like Dave and I are going out to eat just the two of us or something, I feel like, okay, I have to make this count. Like, this is a life and death decision. I need to go somewhere unique. I need to go somewhere like we've never tried, um, somewhere we've been meaning to try. And of course, I can never think of like, it's one of those things like when you're trying to think of a show to watch and it's like, oh, I know there's something I've been meaning to watch. It's like that with food. You know, I'm like, oh, I know there's some place mm. someone's recommended and like, I should have written it down and then I can't think of anything. And I feel like also, I know it is stressful. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you for acknowledging that. (laughs) And I also feel like I often want to get a genre of food that is difficult or a pain to cook at home because I'm like, oh, well, I'm going to get, I feel like we should go to like sushi or something because that is not something I'm just going to like make at home. Granted, often we will go just get like a burger. So I'm making it sound a lot more dramatic than it is. But I do feel like I have to like, make it count somehow. Mm -hmm. I misunderstood or maybe misinterpreted what (laughs) strategy would mean in terms of eating out. Um, So my strategy is usually like, there's a few restaurants I have that that I can get something and have it for two full meals. Um, And not even two like, oh, you know, I'm saving the leftovers for lunch type of thing. But like, two full dinners because what I do is I stretch the rice. Mm -hmm. That's what you Mm -hmm. always got to do is you got to stretch your ratios. If you're dumping your curry (laughs) on top of the rice and eating like a soupy curry, Mm -hmm. you're missing Mm -hmm. a huge opportunity Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. make more rice, split it up. Grace, that's such a great life hack. I totally agree. I've I've been told I take this too far. I can stretch sometimes the thing into three or four (laughs) meals. (laughs) <laughs> I love at that, that point, there's not enough protein. 
at that point, it's mostly white rice, but you know. Um, no, I I think the what's your strategy is an open ended. I don't think you misinterpreted that at all. I think those <laughs> yeah, were that great. was those great. Were great. Those were great. Those were great strategies. Yeah, <laughs> not, um, not great. <laughs> I have. I just was confused by the question because I've never thought in terms of strategy uh, <laughs> when <laughs> eating out. It, it just happens randomly. Although we do, we have, um, you know, like certain days when when we like plan it. But I'm never stressed. I I do think that that's a common feeling, Claire, of like feeling like you gotta make the most of it. But just I just always go with my heart. Tonight it was <laughs> McDonald's, <laughs> and uh, that was what my heart was telling me. Um, so sometimes when I'm like planning to eat out, I'll be like planning all week for Arby Arby's takeout, mm-hmm. and then sometimes I'm like, it's time for for Thai food or something like actually actually delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I just go with my gut, and I have no strategy. I think maybe when you have a house full of kids and eating out is not uh, as cheap as it is with one or two people that's when it becomes more of a, a an ordeal. I think it's also just um, coming from a place of scarcity mindset, and that's a personal issue I need to work through. So <laughs> I, I value and admire Tess's uh, live out loud strategy when it comes to, <laughs> or lack thereof. <laughs> well, I, first off, I love eating out. I love it so much. I don't want to cook. I want to eat out. I love the whole experience of it. In times of financial distress, um, I don't want to take a risk and eat somewhere new. Mm -hmm. Like, I want to eat somewhere where I know I'm going to like it. Otherwise, I'm going to be, like, horribly depressed that I wasted my opportunity and got something I didn't like. So I like to try a new place when like a friend invites me and they've been there before Mm -hmm. or like, you know, it's going to be fun. And, you know, if it's not my favorite, it's okay. But like, if it's just like me and Matt, then I'm going to pick somewhere that I know I'm going to like usually. And we have kind of had a policy of like, we eat out once a week. When I say we, I mean, that's my policy, Matt. (laughs) We'll try to be like, oh, it's, I don't know, we need to save money. We could cut out, you know, we could cut this out of our budget. We don't need to eat out once a week. And I will almost have like a complete meltdown. So <laughs> we, we have to keep our once a week eating out. And it's kind of funny because we were talking about this other day and he was like, where did you like come up with this like eating out once a week thing and I was like well I would eat out more than once a week but (laughs) I feel like you would only (laughs) Mm -hmm. agree to once a week so I think once a week like our tradition I have that idea too and I don't really know where it came from but I'm like that's a reason yeah it's like a yeah a reasonable you know responsible 
about <laughs> yeah I've, well he was like did your family do that growing up and i was like no like i don't think we really no it was wasn't no like schedule. oh friday like, nights going out to eat no there, there were no yeah there were lots like, of weeks that we didn't eat out and then there were weeks where we would eat out multiple times sometimes mm-hmm. like, yeah just, there was not- no strategy to it and i don't feel like we ate out more than like the average family mm-hmm. and he was like well once a week seems kind of like a lot. And I was like, no. Not for a <laughs> lot of people. I was like, no. for the average American, I was like, I'm I Googling mean, this on. right now. Yeah. How much I Googled people- it and the average American eats out like six times a week. Oh my god. So Lord. I was kind of like, yeah. we're doing yeah. just that, sounds that was me in for me. college as, as like I a feel sophomore. Like, me too. I'd like to know like the median because I yeah. feel like there are, I mean, like single people are probably like skewing that so dramatically. Mm-hmm. If you're like single and you're working in mm-hmm. like an office. And going out for lunch. The time day. it takes to cook plus the groceries for one is mm-hmm. more than like, it just is not really that cost effective. Or people in a big city. Like, cook. yeah. Yeah. No, I, um, I agree. I have tried in the past to limit myself to eating out once a week. And it, I don't know that I've ever hit that goal (laughs) just because like yeah it's just i'm like i'm not gonna cook for myself well when you're cooking for one or cooking for two it's just as it's just so hard because then you just end up eating one pot of soup for the whole week it's like the one (laughs) you're not getting any sides really usually yeah because you're not gonna make a salad and then you have to eat the whole thing yourself or get sucked i don't know it just this is an eating out positive space there's yeah. no shame. Yes. I feel like there is sometimes like a little bit of a shame surrounding like, oh, we eat out too much or something. It's like, no, no, it's your money. No you can spend it however you want. Eat out. I would want. eat out for every meal if I could. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love it. If I didn't have little kids, I would eat out a lot more than we do. But we'll get into that in a, in a little bit. That's <laughs> a little preview for later <laughs> in the episode. All right. So let's let's jump into the actual discussion. So um, I'm going to go through some scenarios and you guys tell me whether you would love it or lose it first up asking the waiter for suggestions when ordering love it or lose it <laughs> big lose <laughs> no, <thank laughs> hard lose it for me <laughs> absolutely never would do that i would say love when you're in um <laughs> you guys are gonna hate this phrase a crazy silly <laughs> mood <laughs> 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 I see that phrase or like variations of it all over social media and I've always wanted to use it. I've never Um, seen that. I've never seen that before. (laughs) I've never been in that mood. It must just be my algorithm. Um, I think if you are, I'm I'm just, it makes me angry to think of someone asking the waiter for a suggestion and not ordering what they say. Like, I just think Mm -hmm. if you are willing 100% no matter what it is to order what the waiter suggests, then I say love because it's kind of fun. I think I've done it once or twice. But if you're not going to order it, I just think that's It's disrespectful. <laughs> it's disrespectful, yeah. honestly. I think that I have been in that situation one time where I, I was deciding between two things. And I asked them, like, which one would you get, this or this? And when they said what they would get it wasn't the one that i actually <laughs> wanted and then i was like now i have to like either get that one or be rude and like pick the other one mm-hmm. so yeah that's like i can't night. ask the waiter because i already i already know what i want mm-hmm. and i i don't you want need what you what you need me. from the waiter is for them to do that write down something on a piece of paper 
you know that like trick where you're deciding between two things yeah like, in chasing poppy yeah yes <laughs> and when and then i'll know what i want you'll know which one heart. you want in the split second when oh. you chase yeah. the paper Oh, yeah, I see. In um, chasing, chasing Poppy. Poppy. Wow, that was a deep. Sophia cut. Vergara at her earliest. <laughs> um, I also dislike. So I didn't even know this was a thing. Like our parents never did this. Maybe they did. I. Do you guys remember them ever doing this growing up? No, I don't think so. I, I feel like dad that kind of suggestions. No, dad, dad, dad wouldn't. Dad He's too afraid of too many condiments. Yeah. He is too picky. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. and dad feels he's the opposite because he doesn't even he just sees something in a strip mall and is like, ooh, that looks good, soul food mm-hmm. or something, and he'll just like decide to go there under no recommendations from anyone. Yeah. And so I don't think he would be asking a waiter for suggestions because he doesn't even think he needs like a Yelp review to help him. He just follows his heart, you know, when it comes to like <laughs> what sign catches his eye. But um, yeah, I didn't even know this was a thing until I grew up and was eating out with other people and heard other people do it. And I was like, oh, I didn't know that like waiters could give suggestions. I thought that's just you just read the menu. They don't the give great is, suggestions. No, they don't. And no, half the time they say, "Oh, everything's great," or like, "Oh, yeah. it's all good." And I'm like, "No, no, 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 no." When that's they say not that, your job, it's because they don't eat there. I think mm-hmm. that's what I used to say at Applebee's. <laughs> <laughs> you said everything's good. Everything's yeah, good. because they'd be like, they'd be like, "What should I?" I wasn't even a waitress. I was just the hostess. But as I was like seating them, they they'd be like. So what's good? And I'd be like, oh, it's all it's all great. Or like I would name something that I had like seen, but I'd never eaten. I oh my did gosh. not make that much money there. I wasn't gonna spend it on Applebee's food. <laughs> I just would love to see Grace bluffing her way. I wish I could have been seated by Grace too. I, oh my gosh, it would have been so joyful. The one <laughs> thing I will do sometimes is I do think it's helpful to say like not even necessarily when I'm placing my order, but like as they're seating you or whatever, just say like, what are you guys known for? You know, like that's helpful because then if I don't order, it doesn't feel like a personal mm-hmm. affront. Yeah. That's more neutral. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. And I what do like to know test? what they're known for. I I just I just remembered recently uh, I went to a donut shop and we asked like the girl at the counter what her favorite donut was. And she said the blueberry fritter, which was like the least like not even on my radar and then i wasn't even the one who had asked but nobody else wanted the blueberry fritter and so i just was like well someone's gotta get it so i got it and i actually loved it it was delicious (laughs) i love blueberry donuts that's one of my favorite categories and i love a fritter Uh i've got a blueberry fritter yes please Mm -hmm. another problem is that i'm too scared to talk to the waiter (laughs) i don't even want to like I don't know, make more conversation with them yeah. than just placing my order. So, <laughs> yeah. True. <laughs> um, okay, next one getting takeout. <sighs> I'm so conflicted. It's a lose it for me. Yeah. I, think. I lose used it. To be, it used to Unless be love it's it. Chinese food. It has to be something like where the base is rice, mm-hmm. I think. Because mm-hmm. other starches don't travel well, I feel like. like yeah, fries? I would agree with that. Yeah, fries, not going to be good. What other starches? Like, what other starches? I don't know. Bread travels. <laughs> pasta? I mean, I well, pasta, pasta like, is not going to be buns good. Buns get soggy. Pasta is definitely buns not going to be good. Buns not going to be good. How far are these places not from be your good. house? I guess I'm only getting takeout from like mostly – I'm not getting a lot of like Rice pasta based. takeout. Yeah. Yeah. I mm-hmm. love That's takeout. True. 
I was going to say I exclusively do takeout. I don't ever eat in a restaurant. Just I, by myself. We do takeout a lot too. And I don't know if it's just been the last couple of years. I used to love takeout. Like, mm-hmm. and I mean, obviously during the pandemic, you know, that was like what we were all doing. Maybe I just kind of got tired of it during that, like when it was all we could do. Um, and I mean, don't get me wrong. We still get takeout and love it. But I think it's I'm just aging and becoming like a curmudgeon. But I am starting to notice, like, some things are just not as good, you know? And, like, Mm -hmm. you spend all this money, drive, you know, get it to your house. There's, like, condensation all over all the packaging. And it's just, like, this just isn't as good as eating it in restaurants. So I love love that it's become more available and I love curbside pickup. But I am just kind of, like, I think I'm just tired of it being all all that was available for so long, and especially with having little kids, the chance to sit in a restaurant and actually eat warm food is a delicacy to me. Yeah. I think I loved getting takeout, like, in college because you'd pick it up and you'd sit on your couch and watch TV. And, like, mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. you have kids, you <laughs> bring it home like, yeah. and, yeah. like, you have to get everyone water and you all have to sit at the table Ooh. and it's just like mm-hmm. so it's, it's just not the same fun. as eating out. Yeah, that's like a bad just, restaurant. Yeah. More boring. Yeah, it's worse than eating. <laughs> it's a bad I would restaurant. Much where rather you're, eat in the where you're the server. Yeah, it's not <laughs> that's good. True. Oh man, my prospects are. I think. Yeah, are sorry, depressing. Lose the kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's the yeah. real lose. Um, <laughs> all right, next one: chain restaurants. Love. I think I have to say love. Love. Yeah. Well, I I want to say love, but after our book club last week, I feel guilty saying that I love mm-hmm. chains, <laughs> but I do. I love Olive Garden. I love Zupas. The thing about Olive, Olive Garden, it's trendy, and we've even made fun of it in past episodes. It's very trendy to make fun of Olive Garden. They have done a phenomenal job at... I mean, when you're at an Olive Garden, there's certain things that, like, it's like Pavlovian dog. You know, like, you just know, Mm -hmm. like, someone's going to come and pass out coasters. I'm going to have, like, a big weighty glass Mm -hmm. with some kind of delicious raspberry lemonade in it. I'm going to have a chilled plate. I'm going to have an Andy's mint at the end of my (laughs) meal. You know, it's like there's just certain things where it's like. I'm, I just know I'm always going to get these little touches at Olive Garden. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be mm-hmm. stuffed to the job. gills with breadsticks. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be mm-hmm. sick. But, I mean, it's like, yeah, at the end of the day, of course you want to seem cool and be like, oh, no, like, I don't eat at chain restaurants. I'm too good for that. But they're they're so fun. Like, they're I great. can't – they're comforting. I don't exclusively eat at chain – like, yeah. I, I feel like you yeah. can love yeah. a chain restaurant without, without like – only eating saying there. I only eat at chain restaurants or saying it's the pinnacle of of food and culture you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. exactly yeah there's room for there's room for all kinds of restaurants fast food I mean we've had a whole episode on that you know so I can appreciate that there are like more adventurous options out there but there's just something comforting about a chain what's your guys's favorite not like fast food but like sit down chain restaurant? Probably Texas Roadhouse. Oh, I was gonna, that's exactly that's what time. I was going to say. I love Texas Roadhouse. I love oh Texas gosh. Roadhouse. I actually thought about that very question before the episode. It's either Texas Roadhouse or Olive Garden. I know. I can't. <laughs> They're both so good. It's so embarrassing Olive Garden to say Olive Garden. Is so but I love Olive Garden. <laughs> 
when I know that I'm going to Olive Garden, I am so excited. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hate that about myself, but it's true. <laughs> I've never been able to be like, ooh, Olive Garden. I've always loved it and I always want I remember when we were like when I was young and we would like go to Utah on like little trips. I specifically remember like mom being like <laughs> having to reassure Anne that we would go to Olive Garden <laughs> at some point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you guys remember eating at Olive Garden? There was that day we went to Boondocks in like South Jordan. Um, Dave and I were like dating, I think, and we were with a bunch of Anne's like high school friends randomly, mm-hmm, like yeah. a big group. And I think, and then we went to Olive Garden after. That was a really great day, Boondocks and Olive Garden. Um, (laughs) Yeah. yeah, It was this big group of like teenagers and then like me and Dave were there, little Tess, who was probably like 10 at the time or something. (laughs) Um, But I think that picture of Grace on the bumper boats is still (laughs) Grace's like Google ID photo. (laughs) Maybe, is it like your Facebook profile picture too? I don't know. I don't think so. It was just a Google one. I think that we had just gone to Boondocks when I had to sign up. Look, when Google, remember Google Plus? Uh huh. Yes. It was trying to be a thing and you had to have mm-hmm. a picture. And that was like my most recent picture. And then I never used <laughs> Google Plus. So I never changed it. I love it. My Google picture is super outdated too. Um, but yeah, Olive Garden, that's the ultimate too. Do they still let you do, if you do the unlimited soup salad breadsticks, they used to let you take like a bowl of soup home. Do they still let you do that? Or maybe there was something you could get like a. They have There's some a, deal where they have you a, get take a take home out. entree. Mm-hmm. They have a few different deals that they cycle through sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, sometimes it's unlimited entree, and then they'll let you take one. Usually, sometimes it's buy one get one for like five dollars. I know the deals. You know the deals. Oh, Grace, I went there in college with a bunch of your friends too. Yeah. There's a Facebook picture that. of me and like all your freshman year friends at Olive Garden. I don't know why I was there, but it <laughs> Claire was, really was always fun. <laughs> Where were you always at Olive Garden? I think You're I like, just when you hear your family. I heard yeah. yeah, I heard Olive Garden <laughs> and I came running. Yeah. So I was just like, anytime anyone's going, please invite me and I'll come. Yeah. Um, good memories. I think my favorite, even though I've just obviously professed my love for Olive Garden. <sighs> Cheesecake Factory still feels incredibly fancy and upper crust to me because we didn't have one in Alaska. I don't think there there is one still to this day. I've only eaten there a handful of times in my life. So that one still feels like a very like I'm I'm like I wonder what what I'm going to get, you know, there. Their menu is a little overwhelming. Um mm-hmm. their cheesecakes are delightful. So that one's fun. Um and then I think PF Chang's is just one that I always have a good experience mm. there. I haven't been there in yeah, I think since years. I was I think like I've seven. Only, yeah, I've been there like once. I one time really. I feel like when I was in college, I ate there quite a few times. Dave's family likes it, so I go with them. Or not anymore, but when we lived in Utah, we'd go. That's where we went for my college graduation with mom and dad mm. too. Mm. Um, Grace, there's one close to us. We should go. You Let's do it. PF Chang's date. I haven't been there since we've moved here. So can um, I come? Sure. <laughs> you can drive over. Okay. Love it or lose it, trying new things on the menu. Lose. Lose, probably. Lose. Yeah. It's unfortunate. <laughs> Again, I hate myself for it, but oh, no. I like what I like. I <laughs> yeah, don't do it down. every once in a while. But it depends. Like, I have to 
I have to know in my, like, be like, okay, I'm going to try this, but I know that I'm coming back here, like, next week, so it's mm-hmm. okay. Like, something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In case it goes wrong, I can get my favorite. Yeah. I, and it, if I was going to try something new, it would have to be something that, like, I've heard recommended or, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not just going to waltz out on a limb willy-nilly. Luckily, I have Dave and he's more adventurous. So, like, I feel like I can get what I want and I can try a bite of his new thing mm-hmm. and like, get the <laughs> thrill. But, yeah, I don't know. I'm often disappointed and wish I just stuck with my go-to thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Matt will always, like, try something new and then be really disappointed. And <laughs> I'm like, you shouldn't have done that. <laughs> you should have just ordered the same thing as me <laughs> the the one one place that i like trying something new is at a restaurant in a different town or something mm-hmm. like yeah because mm-hmm. if i find that like my favorite thing to get is really good at that restaurant then i'm gonna be really like disappointed that i can't have it all the time <laughs> mm, that's mm-hmm. a good point but if there's like some new food i don't know it just feels like less of a risk mm-hmm. yeah i see that i it's embarrassing because Luke, I feel like Luke and I are kind of similar. We usually don't branch out. <laughs> so a lot of times we'll, we'll just call in and be like, two orders of pad thai, please. <laughs> it's just embarrassing. <laughs> we're not, we're not adventurous. We're not high class. We like what we like, but do you, do you guys ever stretch pad thai with rice? Did you know oh, that that's you can a do lot that? Of, that's a lot of starch <laughs> in one meal. That, well, not uh, yeah. splitting it in half. It's the same amount of starch. That's as actually a, a good whole point. pad thai. Mm-hmm. Well, it's the same amount of starch. I just don't know that it's the same amount of flavor. <laughs> That's a good point. It's not yeah. the same amount of the flavor. The mouthfeel is not not quite the same. You can. <laughs> so no. I'm just here to tell <laughs> you, you can supplement that with rice. Um, all right. How about secret menus? Lose. Big time. <laughs> lose. Mm-hmm. Probably the biggest lose I could ever say. Mm-hmm. Why do you guys say lose? So many I'm reasons. Curious if it's the same reason. So many reasons. I feel like we could do a whole episode on secret menus because I didn't I know that you down, guys hated them. I fell down a huge rabbit hole getting ready for this episode on secret, <laughs> like looking into secret menus. What I think of when I think of secret menus is Jamba Juice circa like 2005. Jamba Juice, mm-hmm. like pink, pink strawberry. Pink Starburst. I think it's pink yeah. Starburst. Everyone was talking about it, and um. That I think, like, probably I never go to Starbucks, but I think Starbucks has quite a few. It's mostly like drink type places, I think. Um, but I would say lose personally because it it would be shameful to approach an employee and be like, "Could I have a a McGriddler Chicken Deluxe or something?" You know, <laughs> and it's like, don't insult them. By yeah. having making them make you some special thing that's not like on the menu. learn secret. If 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 it's not a place where I'm able to tip the person taking my order, mm-hmm. I'm not going to give them some bogus made up order. Yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. True. I feel like it's just like making life harder for them, and it's mm-hmm. embarrassing for both. Another of reason stressful. I hate them is people who love them are always trying to tell you about secret menus. <laughs> They're always like, "Did you know that you can do this at In and Out?" Oh my gosh! Like, yeah, I did In and Out. Yeah, they make it seem like it's like really like there's some like ingredient or component that they're not telling you, and it's like no, it's like just adding sauce to fries or something. Like it's not. And if it's that, that good, then why not 
put it on your actual menu. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it does. It does sort of fundamentally make me mad that I'm like, if your employees know this, why isn't it on the menu? Just let us. I don't know. I don't know why they make me mad, but they make mm-hmm. me so mad. That being said, I do order a Neapolitan shake from In and Out. Um, can I read you guys a few entries from the Secret Menus Reddit community? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So this one says, opposition to secret menus. <laughs> there's not a lot of action on this. This is from three years ago, and there's only one comment. Um, it says, <laughs> opposition to secret menus. The Burger King at College Station Square in Westminster, Maryland, refuses to serve secret menu items. <laughs> Just got shot down when I tried to order a ham and cheese. So much for have it your way. Don, don. A ham and cheese? Why were you ordering that? <laughs> um, and then this says, as someone, this is exactly what Grace is saying. As someone who works in food service, never ask for your secret menu item by name. You can ask for a menu item modified as much as you want. But I, as a Starbucks barista, am not serving you a Pennywise It Frappuccino. I will serve you a vanilla bean Frappuccino <laughs> with strawberry puree poured on top. I won't serve you a TikTok drink. I'll serve you a blended strawberry acai refresher with three scoops of blackberries, three scoops of strawberries. And it's like, yeah, there's no, there's not, yeah. just ask for it Why modified. Why can't you just... Yeah, explain it to them. That's what I'm that's what I'm afraid of is I don't want to like go up super confident mm-hmm. and say, "Can I get a TikTok drink?" Like they know what I'm talking about and have them like mm-hmm. look at me blankly mm-hmm. like I'm stupid. Also, <laughs> is a pennywise it drink <laughs> I don't a know. real thing? <laughs> the way it was written sounded so confident like this is so a, like a real thing. I know it sounded really bad. <laughs> like that's the grossest thing you could possibly name that drink. <laughs> Most of the secret menu things are very gross. This one was also on the Reddit thread. It said an interesting combo I made when at work. Burger King, another Burger King shout out. <laughs> Me and a coworker, oh you guys, this turns my stomach, made a meatball sub out of marinara, mozzarella sticks and burger meat. It's actually pretty oh. good and just on like a burger bun. Oh. It looks so gross to me. Um and then That sounds okay. This one actually did sound pretty good. So there's a whole website secretmenus.com and then hackthemenu.com. Hack the menu gives you little pointers. It gives you a script because it says we understand. <laughs> it says we understand asking for secret menu things might be scary. So they know. They know how we feel. We're not alone in feeling this way. Um, and it says just go up and ask for. So, for example, a caramel um, apple sundae is you go up and it says politely. It always says politely. Politely ask for a sundae with apple chunks in it and it and it says not all locations will do this so it's like if you get a nice employee i guess wait this is at mcdonald's yeah i think they have those apple slices that they put in little kid they're gonna make you're gonna gonna chop them (laughs) you're gonna chop your apples gonna do that not in a post-covid world knives that's the thing. I, I worked at McDonald's. I don't remember there being a knife for anything. <laughs> they have to open a little package of apples. I know. We don't have enough employees, period. Like, and the yeah. best of circumstances. Okay, this is holding days. up the line. I know. This, it is. Exactly. I refuse. Exactly. But they had a, let me see what it was called. There was one that looked actually pretty good. Oh, they called it McChicken and Waffles. It was the spicy chicken sandwich patty between McGriddle patty like big griddle buns and i was like that actually sounds pretty yeah, good. That sounds good. <laughs> i was like i would i, I would think, actually eat that i feel like mcdonald's was selling that for a while maybe 
Maybe they would. Sadly, here they don't they don't have the hot and spicy McChicken oh, patty. Oh, I didn't know that. You just, it's just a regular McChicken. It's just like a bland little thing. <laughs> well, you could go to Popeye's and then swing by McDonald's and just a DIY, I guess. Yeah. You could just go to Mr. Chicken. They have chicken and waffles right now. Yeah, and actually just get real chicken and waffles. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just think the shame and also just the embarrassment of like troubling a mm-hmm. a service person. <laughs> like I'm the type that already if I'm at a sit down restaurant and I ask the waiter just to bring an extra plate so we can like split an entree between the kids, I feel like guilty enough for that. Whenever I'm with people that are like and could you bring out like some bread for the table and like a, a, a tray of lemons or something? I'm like, oh, I'm like looking back and forth, like what's going to happen? Like, <laughs> Is the waiter going to like flip the table? Yeah. I'm just like, oh my gosh, like I'm so sorry, you know? So I don't know. But yeah. if anyone out there has experience with secret menus or is confident enough to, you know, take advantage of one and has any stories, we would love to hear them. Let us know. All right. Next one. Love it or lose it. Eating out with kids. I love it. Is to think- tolerate it an <laughs> acceptable answer? Because it's not as good as eating out without kids, but mm-hmm. it's better than not eating out at all. I was going to say, mm-hmm. is it better? I would love to hear parents' point of view on this because I'm always weighing like, is it better to eat out and have it be slightly stressful but not have to cook or and get to eat yummy restaurant food? Or is it not worth it? You know, like that's always the weighing. I don't know. I don't know. Some days I would say, I used to hear parents be like, it's not worth the trouble. We should just stay home. And I used to think that was crazy. I'm like, no, it's always worth the trouble to like go have a fun experience, even if it is like stressful with little kids. But I've had a few restaurant experiences where I've been like, no, we should have just stayed home and eaten cereal. Like this was not worth the stress. (laughs) Um. I'm torn because I do think my kids need to learn how to behave in a restaurant. Like, I think that's like a life experience people need to learn. Um, And I want to expose them to things. I also selfishly want to eat out sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, But it is, we ate out, not a ton, but like a decent amount when we were out in Utah. And there are a few times where I was like, okay, this was a mistake. Like, we should have just <laughs> not done this. Um, I've really just realized the perfect place to eat out with our family, as sad as it sounds, is Culver's. <laughs> because it's not – it's like – this makes sense about why we went to Skipper's so much as children. It's a same. It's kind of the same vibe mm-hmm. as a Skipper's where, like, you order at the counter, but then they bring you your food. So it seems like a little nicer than a regular fast food place. You know, and they have like, mm-hmm. they do have lemon wedges like pre-cut and, you know, some extra touches that like a run-of-the-mill, you know, Burger King or something doesn't have. Um, but if the kids are going nuts, you don't feel like it feels like a reasonable place for a family yeah. to show up, you know. Yeah, there's usually not that many people in there also. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, who cares? Yeah, that's very true. Why are, I'm concerned because I love Culver's and I don't want anything bad to happen to them. Their but why are they expensive. not? Do you think that's why? It is <laughs> what? a little. That's bit, what yeah. I think. It's my expensive. personal opinion is that I'm like I can't afford this place. Is it that expensive? <laughs> I feel it's like- not that expensive, but it's just like it's pretty expensive for fast compared for fast to like food. Taco Bell. 
Compared to Taco yeah. Bell, compared to any other place that serves like a burger of fast food variety. Well, we've have we talked, Anne, have you shared the kids meal hack on here? It's not really I hack. think so. Speaking of secret menu. You get a kids meal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like we've talked about that on here. Anne and if you me. save 10 Scoopy tokens, then you get a free kids meal. <laughs> Explain Is that Scoopy what those tokens. papers were on your fridge? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every kids meal bag has a little tear off strip. And it's called a Scoopy token, and you can save <laughs> 10 of them up, and then you can redeem either a free kids meal or Scoopy gear, which we have Whoa. been curious about what the Scoopy gear might be, but we haven't actually asked for that yet. So, yeah, it's like free kids meal after 10 times. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. That is pretty good. Our family eating out is five kids meals. So yeah, <laughs> two times go. and we get a free one. <laughs> we all get a kids meal. And I asked them one time, because some places are stingy mm-hmm. and it says, you know, 10 and under. And I'm always like, are they going to call me out, you know, and be like, who's eating this, you know, or is it just like a an honor system? But the last time we were there, I said... <laughs> I'm such a dork. I was like, uh, can I get a kid's meal? <laughs> like, oh, no. I know, I know. I'm just like, I don't want to order it and then have them be like, oh, wait a second. How many kids do you have with you? You know, I'm just afraid. Oh, I, I don't I, think the Culver's employees care that I don't much. think they do either. The girl was so kind and sweet. And she was like, oh, no, you can. So, yeah, Dave and I get kids meals. I think the kids meal is like six fifty, And it's like mm-hmm. a decent sized burger, decent sized fry drink which i never order a drink you know mm-hmm. and then you get uh you get to take so you get your scoopy token half of it you keep and then the other half of the little paper you take back to the counter and you get a scoop of custard yeah so oh, it's like a great deal yeah that's that's okay good. maybe i'll give it a, i think i've never lived close enough to a culver's that like i would get something like a kid's mm-hmm. like i, I always want to get like the pretzel bites or mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you know well you have to get pretzel bites too yeah <laughs> I, I have to get a kid's meal and pretzel bites for me see yeah. this is not adding up <laughs> suddenly i'm spending 12 bucks how much Culver's. how much do you spend if you go to like mcdonald's 349 what oh, are wow. you getting i get a mcdouble i get a bacon mcdouble and then there's a coupon for a free fry Oh, okay. Wow. Well, only on Fridays, but no, it's know. every day here. No, it's not every day. <gasps> every and I refuse to believe that <laughs> it's every day. I refuse. <laughs> every day they have a one dollar large fry. No, every day it's a free large fry. No, free large fry. There's never been a free large fry. I don't believe it. It's regional differences. Trust me, there's been weeks. It's every day. I. Oh my gosh! A large, a, a large, free fry. large fry. A large fry, fry is like three fifty with, with purchase of one dollar. Wow! What? I would be getting a drink in a large fry every day. Yeah. See, mm-hmm. maybe it's that's why their ice cream deal. machine is never on here because they're losing money on <laughs> their like, fries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One day I drove to two, and the first girl just said, "Our ice cream's not on." No explanation. <laughs> <laughs> You just didn't flip the switch. Just like, no. The other girl was more apologetic at the next place. It was broken, which I think is like a nationwide problem because I've seen other people talk about it too. But I'm like... <laughs> I think that they really just aren't on and that girl was being honest with you for mm-hmm. once and everyone yeah. else just says That's a good broken. point. I appreciate the it honesty. Did you go to the tracker? Isn't there an app like or a website that you can <laughs> see like which McDonald's ice creams oh are word. broken? 
I love that. I didn't know that. Because it's like such a such a problem. Yeah, it's such a problem. And I'm like, this is like 90% of what you guys are known for. So McBroken. <laughs> it's called McBroken.com. Oh, my word. This is amazing. It shows dots of like which ones are broken. Is like Cleveland little, just like a big red sea? Um, no, I mean, it says, okay, 9.7% uh, in our vicinity are currently broken. So we're bad. actually we're actually trending better than New York is twenty point four percent are currently Ooh. broken. Dallas sixteen point four, oh. Houston fifteen. It's showing all the major metropolises. So Cleveland, to our credit, and I mean I don't know how better. to track. I think it's you know relying on like the good people mm -hmm. using McBroken to report. Let's see Probably. how does this website work. Oh, it's heading me to Twitter. That's not a place I want to go. I'd love to get involved, <laughs> McBroken. Let us know if we can help in any way. We'd love to be, you know, on your team and help. Would you like to sponsor? Would you us? like to sponsor? <gasps> can you imagine if McBroken was like our first sponsor? That would be that would so be amazing. actually like perfect. That would be perfect. That's our niche. Their yeah. niche. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll reach out to them. Okay, let's move on. All right, final love it or lose it. Ordering family style. I think I know what all of our answers. Lose it. it. Oh, the biggest. Lose it. Want it banished from the earth. Here's the thing with ordering family style or sharing. Everyone, I feel like it's. I've seen memes about it. Like I've heard other people talk about how they don't like to share food. Yet it persists. And who is the? Who are the people driving? There are this? a few. There are very people who vocal love it. People who love it. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. And they think that other people have their same loosey-goosey attitude about their food. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, guess what? Have you guys? I don't. <laughs> wondered maybe if we're the only ones that don't like it? Claire said she's saying no, I've, I've heard other people talk about how they don't like to share food. I feel like, like almost mm -hmm. every time I've gone out to dinner, I'm the only one who wouldn't want to do that. <laughs> Yeah, that's how I, I feel too. I kind of feel the same. Yeah, I'm always like, I. That's why I would rather get takeout. I just want to get takeout, and I want to eat alone at home with my own portion. <laughs> I don't want to get pressured into this dumb family style. I like it. I will say this: I like it in a situation where, like, when we went out to dinner with Stephanie and Jimmy when they came into mm -hmm. town. That's a that, perfect situation. That was a perfect it. situation. It was a really cool restaurant. It was, like, really well, an it was experience. Like tapas. Yeah, it was tapas. Exactly. Yeah, it's meant it to be shared. It makes sense in that situation. And it was, like, we kind of knew it was going to be, like, oh, it's going to be a fun dinner. Like, that's mm -hmm. different Plus, than, we got a ton yeah. of we got, we a, got ton a ton, exactly. They're foodies, mm -hmm. so we knew there was going to be, like, enough food. I don't like it when it's, like, Let's try to order an Italian meal for the family, and it's like mm -hmm. you get <laughs> you get like three things, and none of them are ones that I want. And then yeah. I eat like a little bite, and then I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I like also <laughs> I feel like you have to agree ahead of time. Like we're gonna cut this into fourths. And oh, it has to be. Yeah, it has mm -hmm. to be evenly divided. <laughs> Was it? <laughs> The Chamberlains that introduced us, our childhood friends. <laughs> you break, I take. Is that a real thing people say? <laughs> or did they make that up? Because I abide by that. Dave and I abide mm -hmm. by those rules. It's unspoken. It's like he will slice it and then he just kind of gestures to me. I'm going to Luke and I take it a step further. Luke taught me this. <laughs> so you slice it as even as you can and then. 
one person chooses one half is A and one half is B, and then the other person in their mind, or they, like in their mind, they choose that, and then the other person says A or B. <laughs> you just hand them the portion. It's kind of honest. Is way I too like far. That. <laughs> you have to be honest. Like that takes trust because what if you yeah, lie about it's which o- one it only you works said. in a in a marriage. It doesn't mm-hmm. work with really. your like, full trust. Matt and I have friends. to. This is totally off topic, but we have to split if i make a pan of brownies we have to split it in half oh my gosh because otherwise we both experience like food scarcity issues and like i will just end up eating them really fast because i'm like these are going too fast i have to eat the brownies so like we can just eat our halves at our own pace well that's why i started hiding food as a kid remember i would hide like a brownie oh i remember get it twisted this i know i remember claire being the one (laughs) eating everyone's hidden food. That's true. I would find Claire. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. Ella the other day, you know, was doing one of the classic kid like, I can't wait till I'm a grown up and then I can do whatever I want, you know, which of course I as a parent have to be like, it's not all as cracked up to be. You know, there's a lot of responsibilities <laughs> as a grown up. But in my head, I'm always like, yeah, but you can like be in control of what you eat and when you eat. And that's like mm-hmm. 90% of life so (laughs) i do enjoy that part of being a grown-up um yeah their food scarcity i i totally understand in a group setting it's like like grace said you don't want to be the one eating too much so the whole time i'm like almost like forcing myself to eat less because i'm like well i don't want to be taking more than my fair share plus those things when you go to especially italian restaurants where it's like the family deal, you know, two types mm-hmm. of pasta, a pan of bread, you know, a, a salad or whatever. Those are built for like a family of two like small elderly people with small <laughs> appetites or something, you know. And like mm-hmm. this is not built for like a family of like <laughs> nine hungry adults or like whoever. <laughs> yeah. <they're eating. laughs> like, I don't know. I just am like I and not I don't even think I'm like an insanely big eater, but I just always feel like I'm going to take the amount when it's a group wanted well like ann said when there's like when you feel food scarcity you want more than you normally would yeah Mm -hmm. like you get hungrier (laughs) yeah this is being dark we're not talking about real food (laughs) (laughs) eating out like pf chang it's psychology let's just clarify we have never in our lives yeah we've never experienced experienced real food any kind of sibling sibling food scarcity which is a totally (laughs) different problem Um, and I don't want anyone I've ever gone out to eat with who suggested sharing to be like, wow, Claire hates me. I, I really don't. I don't care. But I trust certain people more than others mm-hmm. to like pick the right thing. Yeah. You close know. friends. Absolutely fine. And I will split with Dave a lot. But we do a very clear. It is a clear. It's not just we're picking off of a communal plate. It is we yeah. are taking a knife. and You've split this first down the and then you have your portions. Mm-hmm. Any friends that I've had family style with. I don't remember, but just do better moving forward is what I would say. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yes. <laughs> we got pizza when we were at Anne's last weekend. I mean, pizza is kind of the ultimate pizza. Oh, style. I don't like. Sure. Oh, I do not like getting group. But pizza. that's kind of how are you not going to do? You, I mean, yeah. you can always have underestimate. To share. Well, that's why. Remember, I said, "Don't get my hopes up." <laughs> yeah, I was <laughs> curious what that and meant. Understand what that meant? <laughs> what I do with pizza. This is. It's sort of like a, a dissociation where, like, when someone has decided, like, we're getting group pizza, I just mentally say, like, I like all kinds of pizza. I don't care what kind of pizza we get. I don't need very much pizza. 
And then once I've said that, I don't want to look at the menu because I'll get really, I'll get my heart set on one and then I'll get get disappointed. And so like, I just, I just don't engage in the conversation. And when it, when it comes, I'm just like, you know, this piece Mm -hmm. looks delicious. Mm -hmm. I'll take it. I totally, that's exactly what I do. But in all family style situations, like I just, and I also am like, saying to myself like i'm chanting like there's snacks at home (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) or like this is about the social experience Mm -hmm. not like Mm -hmm. about the or i'll tell myself like i can get i can get a pizza from here next week if i want like (laughs) i can get a domino's (laughs) Mm -hmm. pizza anytime (laughs) oh my god well grace is like guys grace is like okay how about claire how many pizzas would your girls eat Okay, you pick two of the pizzas, and then Anne, mm-hmm. how many pizzas would you guys eat? And I was like, one. And she's like, okay, you pick one pizza, and we. Mm-hmm. It was actually a very good system because it worked great. We each picked what we. We would got most all those want. mediums, and then yeah. everybody got to pick. Mm-hmm. And I think everyone ended up being happy. Oh yeah, it was great. The Domino's that ordering was great because we we got way more than enough (laughs) we had leftovers but it was like we just had like pizza abundance and everyone got what they wanted we had five pizzas for four adults and some kids Mm -hmm. it was (laughs) i didn't get through but we had had enough for dinner and for lunch yeah Mm -hmm. and it was great i mean it was the sad thing was like we easily ate all the pizza ate through all of it over the weekend But before we head into Weekly Wins, I just wanted to say something really quick. We had a couple friends um, give the pod a shout out on Instagram this week, and it was so nice, so unexpected, um, but so kind. And I just wanted to thank you if uh, if you have told a friend about the podcast or shared about it. We totally don't expect anyone to, but we really do appreciate it, and um, it's just the best method to like get the word out. So we just wanted to say thank you to those of you that have been have been spreading the good word of <laughs> pop culture. And maybe um there's more of you out there that can relate to sibling food scarcity issues that we <laughs> have experienced in our lives. Let us know. We can start a support group. Okay. Should we move on to weekly wins? Mm-hmm. Who's got one? Okay, mine would be the experience of potty training Hazel. <laughs> Wow. Is that cute? I forgot it's that she's so cute. old enough for that. It's not going very well, but it's <laughs> so cute. And it's just like, it's just surreal to like have a child who's like being potty trained. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you know how as a parent you like have these expectations of like how you're going to handle things. And like, I always was thinking like, okay, I'm going to. Do the thing because some people will potty train their kids super early, and then some people will be like, "I'm gonna wait till they just like are totally ready and they just basically do it on their own." And I was like, "Okay, I'm just gonna wait till she's like ready. I don't want to push her." <sighs> but then I have become impatient, so I'm not waiting anymore, <laughs> and I've decided it's time. Was it the having two in diapers thing? Yeah, having two in diapers. I really can't. Mm. Anne Once you're like changing diapers. like a newborn diaper, you realize how horrible the toddler diapers are. Mm-hmm. We should have done a trigger warning for this. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> but if I have to deal with it, I, everyone else does too. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's the diapers. It's the I want. She's going to start preschool, and she has to be potty trained. 
So we do kind of have like a deadline we're working around. So anyway, it's just, I'm, I've had to, I don't know. I've, you just have to let go of your, your judgment of yourself as a parent because you're just, you're doing what you can. Mm-hmm. But anyway, <laughs> it's just so cute. She's just so like, I've bribed her again. I wasn't going to bribe with food. That was something that I was not going to do as a parent. But here I am bribing her <laughs> with the chocolate covered raisins that she calls chocolate candies. <laughs> And it's so funny because as soon as I told her she could have a chocolate candy if she went potty in the toilet, she went. And, like, now immediately after she goes potty, she comes running out and it's like, chocolate candies? (laughs) Chocolate candies? And I have to give her the chocolate candies. And it's so funny. I'm like, she is so She's like Abby and Nugget. It's so just hilarious, and it's going so bad. But I'm just like, it's okay. <laughs> embrace, embrace it. Mm-hmm. It's it's gonna happen one way or another. So embrace it because once like it's over, you're just gonna be so glad, and you'll be like, yeah. oh my gosh, like I accomplished this. You know, yeah, you'll it'll totally be worth it. Yeah. Well, I'm a little sad that um, Hazel is potty trained like a week after Molly, and Molly is. <laughs> significantly older but you know molly beat marches to the beat of her own drum Mm -hmm. and she's she's you know she's gotten there you guys know that faith hill song wild one yeah (laughs) she's a wild one with an angel's face i i wasn't gonna sing but you know it just happened organically um we've i told molly i was like oh this song reminds me of you and now she like loves it she asked me, she's like, can we can we have this song the whole time in the car every day? Like, that's like the only song she wants, but it, like, it describes her perfectly. Um, my little crazy child. My win is a book that our mom got us, and we're going to be doing it for a book club pretty soon. Um, and I'm just going to spoil. I know that in our book clubs, we say whether we would recommend something or not, Um I'm just going to go ahead and give my recommendation right now. Um, so it's The Lazy Genius. And I know that's not like, there's a, there's like a big deal book, right? Like mm-hmm. a lot of people, popular. I think so. Yeah. She's pretty pop. Like it's pretty popular. Um, I love it. I've been mm-hmm. reading it. And you guys know I'm hard to please. I feel like I'm hard to please. With you don't jump on. Stuff. Yeah. Self-help stuff, especially. Yeah. She does not like a self-help book. I'm like skeptical. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what? Duh. Like, this is common sense. Mm-hmm. And some of her things are kind of common. I mean, it's not like revolutionary, but I don't know. It's really, mm-hmm. I'm putting some of the things into effect and it's helping me. Yeah. I really like it. It's skill. getting my life together. I'm excited to talk about the book because, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, her advice is really, is, is very good. Yeah. It's nice too. Like, she's very, like, what works for you Mm -hmm. and like Mm -hmm. it doesn't she says you know it doesn't matter if you're messy or clean but she doesn't let you off the hook for like if you honestly would do better if your house were a little bit more organized Mm -hmm. like she lets you acknowledge that without Mm -hmm. it being like you're bad for being messy she's like look it takes as much effort to maintain chaos as it would be to keep like your life in a little bit better order. Mm-hmm. And I think that's true. Like I'm always like yeah. I spend probably like half half of my day looking for things that I put down and now can't find. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> she walks the line because I feel like internet personalities. I mean, she she has a pretty big in, like Instagram following, but not that she's necessarily an internet personality. Um, but she has a really successful podcast, and I feel like either it's like, oh, I'm a hot mess, and it's like over the top, like my life is a disaster, but look how real I am, or it's like like I'm really good at everything and real like and that's a generalization but I feel like she marries the two in a way where it's like I understand you know everyone's human no one's perfect do what works for you but also like you can have some order in your life and it here's here's some tips of like how to do it and it would actually improve and it's like she's relatable but gives good enough advice that it's like this is actually helpful it's not just like duh you know like mm-hmm. empty yeah, like, it was like actionable things that mm-hmm. that I'm like, my life is already better within one week from having read the book. Wow. Well, that's high praise. Mom's going to be shocked and delighted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's like the best – mom's birthday is coming up. That's the best birthday gift you could give her is that you actually <laughs> read a book trying she sent you. She's to get you, you to, <laughs> and all of us to all get into the – Mom was, yeah, the early her. adopter on the, er, on and the Lazy Genius in our family of, for sure. Yeah, and some of the Lazy Genius's advice – I'm like, this is mo- this is exactly what mom's been telling me. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, I'm like actually willing to implement it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah, you're like, mom's been telling you for years and you're like, what I realized is like, if I put in a little effort, yeah. organize my life, <laughs> yeah. it would be easier. Or like, you know, if I, if I got some bins and I had a place to put these things, mm-hmm. then they wouldn't be cluttering so much. Mm-hmm. And mom's yeah. like... Sit in the corner with like a hundred dollar store bins, just mm-hmm. like weeping. Yeah. <laughs> I I loved. Oh. She was like, "In I this this is all I'll say because I have a lot to say and I don't want to go overboard because I know we're doing a whole episode." But I just loved. She said, "One of our house rules is that before we start a new mess, we always clean up the old one." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "That's that's." Mom, mom used yeah, to tell me that wrong. every single day because my little brain just wanted to flip from one thing to the next, and it still does. Um. So yeah, I I agree. I loved it. I'm very excited for our our episode on it. Um, my weekly win is store bought bagels. Um, of any variety. <laughs> Because I got it in my craw to make my own bagels. Because I think I saw some kind of video of someone. And it was one of those, like, ASMR videos where it's, like, the like just, like, one shot of them kneading the bread. And then a shot of, like, you know, just, like, mm-hmm. it pouring. looks so and satisfying. Like so loud. Like, it's flour loud. is pouring loudly somehow. Yes. And like containers are snapping closed, and everything <laughs> so many is clean. <laughs> so much snapping, and it looked so satisfying, and it looked heavenly. And I was like, "Oh, I love bagels so much!" So I looked up this recipe, I made some bagels, and I was so proud of my like flat, sad little homemade <laughs> bagels. And they turned out like fine, but then I was like. I finished them really fast because I love bagels so much. And then I um, 
I was like, oh, I really want some more bagels, but I didn't want to make any. So I just got some from Walmart and they were so much better. So <laughs> sometimes, sometimes it's just better to just buy it. Like mm-hmm. sometimes you don't have to make it. You don't have to make bagels. Mm-hmm. You don't have to boil them and bake them and and let them rise. Just go to Walmart mm-hmm. and buy yourself a bagel. It's true. There's a reason that there's professionals who spend all day doing something because it's a huge pain to do it at your own house. So yes. we're on a bagel cake too. We just got some and uh, I'm acting like it's a once a year event or something. <laughs> well, I don't buy them that often because my kids will fly through them. And sure enough, they had him for breakfast this morning. And then I had one child sobbing in my arms at lunch because I said she couldn't have a bagel for lunch as well as breakfast. Oh, I would sob too. I would sob if you told me that. I mean, I should have said yes, because it's so hard to get her to sit down for a meal, period. (laughs) So even if it was two bagels, it'd be better than nothing. But um, well, my weekly win is um, I feel a little weird about recommending this. So everyone's buzzing about the Benefer marriage, obviously. And to be honest, I don't really care that much because <laughs> I don't really care about Ben Affleck. And I'm like, well, if they got married, I guess that's fine. It doesn't, the marriage itself doesn't really interest me that much. But I always have a soft spot for JLo. Like, <laughs> I mean, if you look back on like what she's done, what she's produced in her life, you know, art wise. Mm-hmm. It's really quite shocking. So I watched the documentary on Netflix halftime, and it's kind of like the lead up to her halftime show, which was in 2020, which is weird to think about because it was like right before the COVID thing, you know, but it's like, oh, that was 2020, um, which that was a whole controversy. I won't even get into that. Um, the the show itself, but it's kind of like the what was the Taylor Swift one? Was it Reputation? The or like, no, that was the album. The one that's like. The documentary that came out about her. Was it Miss Americana? Uh Yes, Miss Americana. Yeah. It was similar to that in that it's showing like J-Lo's getting um, nominated for for awards for Hustlers. And it's showing like kind of like the excitement and then like the disappointment when she doesn't win. It reminded me of Taylor Swift getting the call that she didn't get nominated for Mm -hmm. the Grammys. That I think about that all the time. It was really sad. (laughs) And it's so funny because it's these celebrities who I know, I'm like, they have millions of dollars. You know, it's like, they have these amazing yeah. lives. And it's like, in, yeah. like I know that there's people truly suffering in the world, but I can't help but feel really sad for them when they're like so mm-hmm. disappointed. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just kind of made me nostalgic for like old J-Lo stuff. And I was like, man, she works hard. Like, I, I, I don't know. It was just fun to watch. Mm-hmm. It does have some... <laughs> It has a couple scenes from Hustlers. So, I mean, I would say, like, it wasn't super viewer discretion advised. But, like, a little viewer discretion advised. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was just kind of fun to see the behind the scenes. And the part that really just I, I, um, I ex- exclaimed out loud was <laughs> there was a, um, a cameo from none other than Tabitha from Nappy Tabs. She was, the chore- I think she was like the head choreographer for the oh, halftime show. I missed oh. I know. So I don't know. I didn't see Napoleon. Are they still married? I'm a little bit worried because there was no mention oh, of him. I, I mean, they might just both like, you know, be working on separate like shows. So um, I'm Googling it right now. Tabitha and Napoleon Duomo. It's yeah. Seems- 
Is they they still, I don't see anything Instagram. about them. They have an Instagram they together. They have Instagram mm-hmm. together. Oh, okay. Well, then that, there you go. Yeah. With their kids and stuff. Their okay. child. Oh, cute. But yeah, yeah, they are, she's friends with J-Lo. So it was, it was super exciting. Have we talked on the podcast about when Anne, Grace, and Tess did the National Dance Day dance for some <laughs> I think we have. I don't no. think that. We, we've got to show footage world. of that. Sometime. No. That's, no. <laughs> it is so not. bad. It's like on another level. It's, it's like not, not it's, it's not like funny. not funny. <laughs> like, it's just like we actually can't show it because <laughs> it's, like so it's not funny. <laughs> it's not funny. I think it is. It's, I think it's funny, but like it's not. It's not funny. It's not for public consumption. <laughs> yeah, it's dark. Okay, I think that wraps it up for this week. Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe to our show and visit our website hopculturepod.com. We'll also be popping up on Instagram throughout the week, so follow Hop Culture Pod for more fun. See you next week. 